the Nashville 2 Podcast with your host, Edward Fox. G'day viewers and listeners, it's Ed Fox back with another episode of Nashville2.com. Remember, you're Nashville 2, so let's tell your story. And today's episode is brought to us by Trade Bank of Nashville. Trade Bank is a business-to-business barter exchange that helps business owners trade their products and services to get what they want or need without spending cash. It's barter for the modern age. If uh, you're a business owner and you're looking for ways to bring in new clients, uh, Trade Bank might be a great fit for you. Reach out to me and I can put you in contact with what's going on in the Trade Bank network. And today I'm excited to have Scott Sullivan on our show. He goes by Sully, so we'll probably go between Sully and Scott as we go through. But hey, welcome, Sully. Welcome to the show. Ed Fox, longtime uh, listener and a fan. I am so glad to be here. Thank you very, very much. Well, thanks. I, I I appreciate you coming on the show. So, you know, Scott, you've been in business for like 35 years plus, right? You've you've done a lot of different things. Why don't you? <laughs> That's okay. Some of them can see the video. Some of them are just listening on the podcast. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us what you do. Well, I appreciate it very much. First of all, uh, I'm also a member of Trade Bank, and I want to say uh, not only are they a great sponsor, but it's a great opportunity. So I love the fact is bartering, bartering for the modern age. That is so cool. So uh, that's, and I'm really, really happy to be a part of that that organization too. Um, so what I wanted to say, or what I want to tell you today is, is that yes, I am. I'm an old fart. That's uh, exactly right. You you pointed out very kindly that I've been around for a long time in business for 35 years. Um, I'm right there I, with you, Scott. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so I do three things. The three things that I do uh, are the pillars of my business, as I call it, is uh, I've got a long storied career in energy. So I've done everything you can possibly imagine in energy. But the first pillar that I talk about all the time is, is really the renewable energy space. Energy today in today's world is just absolutely going crazy. There's so many different things. Your cost of electricity going up. We've seen gasoline, you know, going up five, six, seven dollars a gallon. It's thank God it's come back down a little bit, but the but we all have to have energy. And I also throw into that, I want to throw in natural gas, water, all of those different types of things that we use in our home and our business are all considered in the in the world of energy. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's one of the pillars. The second pillar is is that and since the late 80s, uh, early 90s, I have been a, a business consultant and I have helped small to medium sized businesses actually get bigger and grow without taking on additional debt or investors. And we'll talk a little bit about that as to how that is possible. And then the last thing, um, as you know me, and where you and I have met is we've you know shared a stage together. I've been a public speaker and worked in broadcasting and coaching for a very long time. So those are the three things that I actually do in my business. And I think we're going to just touch on all of those just briefly today. Sounds good. Yeah. And we might run off on a tangent, you know, squirrel. I tend to be, <laughs> I tend to do that occasionally. Like the last one, I just had a, a gentleman on that's a mortgage broker and we got to talking about board games, you know, because, hey, Why that's not? what happens. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. And that's so, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it fun. You bet. And so uh, the other thing we're going to cover is you've got some things that you love to do around the Nashville area. I, and are you out? Uh, I think you and I met last uh out at lebanon at a networking meeting out there lebanon Le- Le- I- lebanon lebanon yeah lebanon. 
So uh, I'm, I'm learning, you know, I'm from the deep south, you know, I'm yeah. a true southerner, you know, I, I moved, uh, I moved north to learn how to say y'all. I'm still working on it. That's uh, funny. That's I want to confuse my Australian friends. I say g'day all y'all. All y'all. That's a, that's the plural. Just, that's the that's plural right. of y'all. That's right. Yeah, it just messes with them. So tell us a little bit about, uh, you're big in solar, right? When we talk about energy, uh, big solar guy. So talk a little bit about that. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. The The thing is that uh, taking control of your own energy spend right now, if you're buying electricity or, or if you're getting electricity from a utility company, you're actually what we call renting. You're renting it because you don't actually own anything. They're just bringing the electricity, uh, the electrons through a wire into your house. And as that meter turns forward, they send you a bill at the end of the month. Well, in solar, we actually give you an opportunity to own that electricity because solar has become, you know, so ubiquitous now that, um, you know, it's, it's well over a million homes have uh, have solar on it now. And what that means is, is that we put solar panels on your roof of your home or your business, and you actually generate the electricity right above your head, and it comes right into your home or your business. Now, what does that mean differently? We've all driven down the freeway, and you've seen those big, giant iron monsters standing out in the field with wires hanging from them. Those are transmission lines. So you don't have to pay for any of that. Why? Because it's right above your head. And then we've also driven through the neighborhoods where we've seen utility poles with those little cans up on top. Those are utility poles with transformers. That's called distribution. And we don't have to pay for any of that either because, again, it's right above your head. Now, all of those things that uh, cost money because somebody built a power plant 45 miles away probably on some body of water because you need a lot of water to make steam to, to generate electricity. And then they're carrying that electricity from miles and miles and uh, miles away to, to power your home. And you're paying for all of that infrastructure by being a customer of the utility. So what we suggest is take control of your own energy, put a solar generating system on your own roof, whether that's solar or in some cases, it could also be a small wind turbine. And in, right. other, and in other cases, we actually do solar thermal. So we actually can heat the water, the, the domestic water that you use to take a shower or wash your hands. We can do that with the sun too. So, so renewable has a broader connotation than just solar, right? Because renewable is, is sure. sort of like, you know, we don't, we're not pumping coal into a furnace to make hot, you know, to make a flame, to make hot water, to turn a turbine, to power, you know, the city of Nashville. Um, so a lot of our power here in Nashville, as you knew, as you know, also comes from the TVA or the Tennessee Valley Authority. And that's a combination of nuclear and hydro. So as the water flows over the dam, it turns a turbine. That's what makes it. So it is it is more renewable than a lot of other states. So it is it is good. But and it's not like renewable energy is new. I mean, no. I remember, let me think, I'm 54. So I remember being a kid and them having solar hot water heaters up on the roof. Of course, in Australia, we got, you know, a ton of sun all the time where I grew up. So, uh, so you know, solar hot water heaters were, uh, I love the word you use, ubiquitous, very, very uh Lots. That's what he means. Yeah. Ubiquitous. Common. Everywhere. Common. Yeah, <laughs> Very common. common. That's right. And uh, that that's that's <clears throat> probably how I grew up. Common as well. So, uh, but 
but that was my first introduction to solar power was solar powered hot water heaters uh, on the roofs everywhere across Australia. And what that did, and that was here in the United States too, it was very early on, we had the technology to heat water long before we had the technology to that was cost effective. Right. I should say we've had we invented the solar electricity back in the late 50s um, in preparation for going to the moon and all those other things that we were doing with the satellites and all that. But it was not cost effective so in my career in solar. I've watched the cost of solar electricity systems go just to kind of put it into perspective. It went from 10 or 11 dollars per watt all the way down to two dollars per watt. So what is that? A, 900% decrease in price. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how, how it's become uh, so much more affordable and so much easier. And I know we're getting to be a better industry because now we have finance options and all the things and people, you know, it's like the cellular phone business when it, we've watched it evolve. You know, people used to call up and say, you know, how much is your cell plan or how much is a text message? And now it's like $49 a month. And, right. you know, so so we're educating the consumer over the course of the time too. So if you're interested in learning how you can better control your energy for your home or your business, I'm your guy, let me help you. I can either do it for you. I can help you by finding you somebody that can do it with you or um, they even have do-it-yourself kits now that you can actually do it yourself on your own roof. Awesome. So, and just to clarify, when you say two dollars a watt, you're not talking to produce it. You're talking about making the capacity that can produce it. That's correct. That would be like a like a D battery, like a flashlight battery, right? Watching the cost of a D battery go from ten dollars for a per battery down to fifty cents per battery, right? right? That's that's what we're talking about. Is that that $2 per watt is the, the CapEx, the cost to install it. And then the electricity, for all intents and purposes, is free because the, the fuel becomes the sun. I love that you said intents and purposes, not intensive purposes. <laughs> exactly. That's one of my Nazi, <laughs> gra Grammy Nazi, uh, Grandma Nazi friends would like pick up on all the time. Uh, like irregardless. No, no, no. Yes. It's just regardless. It's not irregardless. Or it's without regard. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, give us give us one of your hidden gems. Tell us something that you love to do when you're not working in the Nashville market, and we'll use these to break up our other topics. Okay, you got to go fishing. Oh, come on! This okay. is the land of lakes, so you've got to go find a so Dale Hollow Lake. I, okay, now I'm not. Let me be. Let me preface this by saying. I'm not saying that this is where you have to go. I'm saying these are experiences that I have had that I would highly recommend. If you are anywhere in the central part of Middle Tennessee and you want to find a great lake, go up to Dale Hollow. It's up in Pitt County. It's up on the Kentucky and Tennessee border. It's a fantastic lake. It's fed by the by Wolf River and a few others. Uh, it's a fantastic lake. It's super deep. It's super clean. It's a fantastic. What do they catch there? Oh, you uh, bass, crappie, of course, channel cat and and blue cat on the in the big deep areas. Um, you know, largemouth, smallmouth bass. It's it's a fantastic. Uh, it's just a it's an outdoorsman's paradise because it's got great camping, great boating. It's a great big, huge, giant lake. But a little closer to home, of course, we've got Percy, we've got Hickory Lake, the Cumberland River, the Tennessee River. There's just a lot of great outdoors here. So if it were me and I was going to tell you what to do, that's what I would say is 
Yeah, and you don't even have to buy a boat. You can just fish from the shore. Or if, in my case, what I do is I find friends like Ed that have a boat. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you, how do you, um, I forget that quote, something about how much money goes into a boat. But anyway, moving on. So tell we'll, us. We'll break that up for the second yeah. one. I'll tell you what that, that phrase is. At the yeah, second one. There we go. Uh, so talk a little bit about either your business coaching or the other things that you're doing that we talked about at the beginning. Well, the second thing is my business, <clears throat> my business consulting. That's what I really that, that's what my passion is. I, I've been doing solar for so long. And if you call me, I'll get you a, a free proposal. We'll put solar on your roof. It's, it's just so I've done it for so many years. It's just a, it, it just kind of, a, it comes naturally. So it's not, it, it doesn't challenge me as much. Business consulting is where I really have my passion. And that is small to medium sized businesses that feel like they get to a certain place and they have to take on either debt, you know, I have to go borrow some money or I've got to go take on some investors because I need capital in order to grow my business. Well, I, my suggestion to you is let's grow your business organically through sales, increased sales. Purchase orders, I like to say, is like a good coat of paint. It covers a lot of problems, right? So if you've got a purchase order uh, or a customer cash flow coming in, that solves a lot of your problems. So what I do is I help, I work on the pointy end of that spear lead generation, sales, conversion, presentation, process, a uh, combination of art and science, loading up with um, the leading edge technology. Right now, a lot of us are getting, you know, you get a text message and you reply, and then you get another text message and you reply. That's probably an automation system, right? And they're what they're doing is they're helping you to self-qualify yourself as whether or not you're a good customer. Right. And by asking you those questions through automation. But the phone still sometimes weighs 900 pounds, but you still got to pick it up and you got to pick up the phone and say, hey, Ed, Scott Sullivan here. How can I help you today? So there is a combination of that art and science that I talk about a lot. But what I really, really have a passion for is helping small to medium sized businesses get bigger and to grow organically by increasing sales. That's and what they, I do. And they don't realize how cost effective it is either. They think exactly. they can't afford you. Uh, but they can, they absolutely can, absolutely because can. you're going to generate the sales, you're going to help them generate the sales they need to cover your cost and still have profit left. And the best part about it, and that I'm glad you brought that up, but the best part about it is I'm even better than that, Ed, because I get paid after you get paid and have the money in the in the bank, because I put my money where my mouth is, right? If, and that, if that's you're doing, what, yeah, go ahead. That's what you and I talked about, the same that TradeBank does, right? TradeBank exactly. allows you to do the same. They bring you money. You don't pay them until after you spend that money, which, you know, that's why I thought our models worked really well together. So that's a great point. And that's what I love about TradeBank. I can make the investment in my business by providing the, the goods or services that I already know how to do that I am second, that are second nature to me that may not be second nature to the other person. And what I get in exchange is that goods or services that I actually need that is second nature to them that I have no idea how to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well put. Well put. So uh, small to medium sized businesses can reach out to you and get some help, get some consulting. Uh, okay. So anything else you want to add to that? No, it's perfect. Okay. That's, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Uh, here's the transition for the second one. Boat. Boat stands for break out another thousand. 
every time you own a boat, if you own a boat, it just means you break out another thousand because every time you turn around, it's another thousand dollars. And then the two things, the two days that are the happiest days of a boat owner's life, the day they buy it and the day they sell it. There you go. Yeah. And that is so true. Uh, and true with a few other things as well. Okay. Yeah. So now talk a little bit about your sales coaching. Right. So I, my coaching business and my public speaking business are kind of intertwined together. It's called Coaching with Sully. Um, I have a website. Of course, you can go to scottsullivan.biz, B-I-Z, Scott Sullivan, my full name, dot B-I-Z, and it'll take you to those three pillars. And then you can click on either one of them. If you want solar, I'll get you a free proposal. If you want uh, some consulting for your business, there's a, a place there that tells you a little bit about what I do and how I do it. And there's a form. And then of course the coaching uh, with Sully is on is the third pillar. Now, this is, has a couple of different nuances, Ed. The, the best part about it is I get a lot of people that are younger than me. And if you look at if you look up the definition of a coach uh, or coaching, if you actually look at the Webster, it'll he'll tell you is that it's it's an experienced person in that field that would that is passing on that knowledge to someone who's less experienced in there. So that's an oversimplified definition. But what that means is, is that I have lots of life experience. I have lots of business experience and I have gone through the training. I am a certified coach. Um, but what that really means is I help you for a season. Now I have some coaching clients that have been with me for years, but typically speaking, it's usually for a season. And what I mean that is it's three to six months or it's six months to a year because something is happening in their world and they need that little extra bit of experience. Maybe it's accountability. Maybe it's, you know, I need some actual training or teaching or coaching that teaches me how to do something that I haven't done. Maybe they're looking at a new career and they're a little bit over underwater or a little bit overwhelmed. So they're looking at for some guidance because they really don't have anybody in the new company yet that they can reach out to without, without exposing that vulnerability or that right. weakness. So they're looking to me to help shore that up a little bit. What I've done lately, which is really crazy, um, I've been doing what's called generational transition coaching, father to son. You and I were born into an analog world. We are what's called digital migrants. We migrated from analog. You know, we, we dropped a quarter or a dime, me, a dime in a payphone. And the kids today, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but the people, the generation of today have no idea what a payphone is, much less that it costs a dime. Right. So that that digital world we've had to enter into, we didn't have fax machines. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have email. We had a pen and a paper and a notebook and, and a, a Thompson directory for maps to go find our way around. So so the digital natives today are taking over businesses that the digital migrants of last generation are, are doing. So I'm finding a lot of you know, father and son, mother, daughter, you know, father, daughter are bumping heads because it's like old school and new school or no school and new school. So it's like really interesting um, that that generational transition coaching has been a big part of my last few years because it's like I spent a lot of time with my business growing up and now I have this kid who just got out of college and wants to take over and I'm having a hard time letting go and he's having a hard time not just storming in like a stormtrooper. So it's been a lot of fun, but that's what coaching is. It's a season usually. And right. 
And I'm just, I'm here to help during that transition. I'm here to walk alongside of you uh, for a season to help guide you and help you hold you accountable and, and help you be better at what it is that you're doing. I like to say in my coaching business, I am here to help you achieve uh, I use ISA, so identify, solidify, and achieve your personal and professional goals. Right. And I misspoke earlier. I said sales coaching. Sales coaching is a small piece that you can provide, yeah. but there's a lot of other coaching. That's that you okay. Too. Yeah. So uh, tell me another thing that you like to do around the Nashville area or something that you think is a hidden <clears> gem. <throat> we've got a couple more that we've got to dig out of okay. yet. Okay. So... If you're if you're in Nashville, everybody knows Lower Broadway, right? So everybody goes to Lower Broadway. Everybody goes to and listens to country music and everything else. Most people also don't know that Nashville is absolutely filled with fantastic museums. There's there's the Hall of Fame Museum. There's the the Metropolitan Art Museum. There's the Museum of Natural History. There, people don't think of coming to Nashville and not taking in country music. Of course, you should. You should go spend all of your money down on Lower Broadway. <laughs> but you should also take a Sunday afternoon and go to our parks and go to our museums and go to the places of natural beauty that we have right here in Nashville. Middle Tennessee is absolutely gorgeous, and you should do it. And the last one I'm going to throw in there because you want another one for a secret gem. This is a absolute rich area in history when it comes to civil war and all of the things that happened during the civil war and the american revolution but primarily the civil war visit our war museums and parks they're fantastic and you'll learn a lot awesome yeah and when we moved here i didn't realize how rich the history was i mean i thought i knew it in the back of my head but i didn't realize i can put my hands on it right now and i'm right here we lived in Kansas for 30 years. And so that, you know, you had to travel a distance to get to anywhere like Tennessee. And now I'm like, right, right on top of it. And we're living in Franklin and there's uh civil it's war everywhere. sites. Yeah. Just all everywhere. Around so thank hey, you for having me. I really yeah. appreciate you, brother. This has been fantastic. Yeah, it's been fun. We, we knocked it out quick. I'm sure you and I could talk for hours and hours and hours on different topics um, we will have to have you on again. And, and there's a couple of other podcasts I could have you on as well. Like the Edward show, my kids said, it's not, it's not about you, dad. I said, it is about me. It's the Edward show. And so I have a, I have a show <laughs> called it's uh, g'day y'all. It's the Edward show. And then we, uh, we're doing actually, after we do this one right now, I'm doing one for Bada. It's called Bada Bing Bada Boom. It's just that easy. And it's all about barter. Uh, and then it. early this morning, I've got a friend out in New York and we do one called The Wake Up Call with Ed and Paul, where we just talk to business owners about their challenges and their successes and some tips. That'd be a good one for you to be on as well. So that'd uh, it. be great. Hey, thanks. Thanks for being on the show. And I look forward to getting those information, that information from you to put in the show notes. So people be sure to listen to this on your favorite podcast platform, podcast platform say that three times real fast and uh, be sure to review us you know only if it's a five-star review of course you know we, we appreciate your feedback uh if you've got suggestions you've got guests that you'd like to see on the show definitely tell them to contact me we'd love to have them on um i don't care age i don't care you know there's no look if they've got a story and it needs to be told then i want them on here so uh that's that's who i need hey scott any last any last words 
Have a bright and sunny day, my friend. Have a bright and sunny day. There you go. Thank you very much. This is the Nashville 2 Podcast with your host, Edward Fox.